Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Eddie Robinson. It's Monday, December 2nd, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every week, is Chief Washington Correspondent for the New York Times, David Sanger. Good morning, David. Morning, Eddie. David, the White House reported yesterday that the computer glitches that have kept so many Americans from signing up for health insurance exchanges have largely been fixed after a crash program. Does this solve the problem, or is the damage already done? Well, some of the damage is already done. Uh, It sounds like uh, it's easier to get on the site. There are still reports of significant issues with what's called the back end, how the computer system communicates with the insurers once you've put in your, your information. But it looks like they're getting this under control. The big question is, are uh, potential um, clients of the system, anybody who wanted to sign up, are so put off by all of the news around this that they're not going to be willing to take the time to go um, test the system, see if they can get on, see if they can make it work. And that's problematic because, of course, the economics of the entire health care plan calls for signing up those people who really least need the insurance right now, young people, so that they're in the pool and that they're paying for those who most need it now. So those who are least motivated to sign up may be tempted to wait even longer to see if this thing sorts itself out. In a news analysis in today's paper, David, you reported that the struggle between China and Japan, among others, is not really about a disputed set of islands, but about an old-fashioned struggle for regional power. How's that playing out? Well, the islands we're talking about here are called the Senkakus by the Japanese, the Dayutai by the the Chinese. And the dispute over who owns them uh, has been going on for years and years. But back in the days when when I lived in Asia, uh, this was mostly something that played itself out at a very low level if fishermen from China showed up on on these islands. They were usually shipped out quietly. Now, with the declaration uh, last week of this air identification zone, the Chinese are very assertively stepping out to say, uh, this is our territory and we're going to extend our defense perimeter beyond it. And I think the biggest concern right now is not about the islands themselves, which are really spits of rock, but about the fact that the Chinese are clearly extending their writ such that they're going to begin to interfere with Japan, Korea, and the United States as all of those powers test the proposition that there's really free navigation in this area, that they can fly through freely, that they don't have to check in with the Chinese over anything. You saw the U.S. fly some B-52s on what they called a routine uh, run last week. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, the possibility for accident out there is quite high, and that's what's got everyone concerned. We now hear there is a new idea about how to clean up Syria's chemical weapons at sea. David, who's going to do that? Um, you're going to do that, Eddie. You and other American taxpayers. Uh, no one would take uh, these chemical weapons on their uh, soil. Uh, Norway turned it down. Uh, several other countries turned it down. And then the U.S. came up with a pretty innovative idea, which is to dilute the chemicals using a series of scrubbers they've developed that can be put on large barges at sea, so they're really on no one's territory, and that over time, uh, with a, a hydrolysis process, they would break down the chemical components of these chemical weapons. 
a wonderful experiment if it works, but it's the U.S. taxpayers in the end who are going to pay for it. That may be a very small price to pay for both testing the technology and actually ridding Syria of this awful chemical weapons stockpile. Thank you, David. Thank you, Eddie. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Eddie Robinson, and that's the Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.